I'm Sharon Brett Kelly, and I'm standing at the big concrete blocks at the entrance to the protest at Parliament here in Wellington. I'm on the corner of Bowen Street and Lambton Quay, uh, and I got here early Tuesday morning to do a podcast for the Detail Thinking. You know, I'd do a quick walk around the grounds, chat to a few people and be done. But actually, it was a real day of dramas. I, I talked to a lot of protesters and I took a tour of the grounds with the Dominion Post editor, Anna Fifield. And I actually followed Winston Peters onto the protest grounds and got manhandled away. And then to cap it all off, I caught up with more protesters as they came face to face with the police late in the afternoon. Hi, hi, how are you? I'm Sharon. I'm I'm uh, making a podcast. I've just just arrived from Auckland, actually. Oh, I'm just from Arriba. Are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. That's my motorhome in there. Just straight right. there. And okay. I came down with the with the convoy. I'm just really interested to know why you're actually here. Because I think it's important. What's important? This protest. Okay. And yeah. what will the theme of the podcast? The theme be? of the podcast is really describing what this is like here and talking to different people. I want to know what your reason My is reason. other than, you know, where are you coming from? Because to be honest, and you can, you can um, take this, we are tired of mainstream media smearing us from the very beginning. I'm a 69-year-old woman who has paid taxes since I was 17. I've lived a, a, a good, hard-working life. My father fought in the Second World War, my grandfather in the First World War. I never thought I would have to fight for New Zealand's freedoms again. These people have really suffered. I've suffered, but nothing like a lot of a lot of these people have suffered. Such as, can you give me an example? <laughs> Losing their jobs for a start. But yeah, businesses. She doesn't have a, a care in the world about businesses. And yet who she doesn't? Jacinda Ardern. Oh, good to talk to you. Thank you. I'm going to keep... you use it, will you? Oh, I definitely will. OK, so I'm going to move on now and talk to other people. Do you know Yeah, yes, I do. So what is your impression of it? Hi, how are you? Would like I'll go, um, about you? Can I just say something very calmly to you? Oh, no, I'd like to talk to this guy. Were you there this morning? Yeah, I was up there this morning. I witnessed the guy get smashed in the face by a... Yeah, police barricade. Have you been here from the beginning? I've been here from the beginning, yeah. And where did you come from? I've come from Auckland. Can you tell me about what your day's like? I own a timber flooring business. I'm a small business and... um you know, it hasn't really affected me too much, but it's it's definitely affected every everyone else around me. You know, everyone that stays in my little camp here has pretty much lost their jobs. They're by themselves, and um, that they deserve a little bit of freedom and, and, and understanding as to why they are sitting here like this. Thanks for talking to me. Hi. How are you, man? How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm not too bad. Okay, so what, what do you think when things do turn violent? I personally don't like it. Um, I, I try my best to... Uh, contain the situation because there is a lot of emotion, a lot of energy, and a lot of a lot of pain for sure that's um, arisen from a lot of past things that have happened to people here. You know. So, so what when you say you try to bring peace and love and you try to contain it if there's yeah. some violence, what what do you do something actually physically? What do you do? Um, so so what happens is is sometimes with the overwhelming emotion and energy going around um, at the front line because there's obviously policemen and women. Uh, we 
policewomen's the wrong word. We call them peace officers, you know. So the peace officers are there at the front. We're giving them love and we just stand there and we're holding our ground. I have heard some reports that, you know, the peaceful side of this is being overtaken by the the protesters who are violent or angry or throw, you know, human waste on the police, that kind of thing. I, I can definitely see where a lot of people come from. What's actually happening? No, no, this woman's just come from Auckland, bro. It's just a podcast. She's trying to get our point of view. <clears throat> and see, it's people like that who just walked past, who are still caught up in the emotion right now, you know. They need to just go and take themselves away, have a meditate, breathe, do some yoga, have a cup of tea, you know, and come back to that place of love. What do you do normally? As a traveller, I've been going around doing a lot of orchard work with the, with the lack of foreigners in the country. I'm actually double-vaxxed, and I've made the choice to be here because I think we should all have the right to choose what we put into our bodies. Great to talk to you. Thank you. Give you a hug. Oh, come on, that's it. come oh, on. Look, I, close. No, okay. I'm sorry. Look, even no, friends are not doing the hugging okay, thing. No, yeah. All right, see ya. Morning. Oh, is this the food tent? What's for breakfast? I just had some fruit toast. It's all free. It's all, you know, donated. And have you been here from the beginning? Uh, No, no. I've only been here four nights, but I've been in Picton. The clash this morning with the police. Were you there? Did you see that? Um, I didn't see it, but the word has it that there... Well, there is only the police that the government have got. So I presume that they'll be using infiltrators like they usually do to just cause the trouble, you know, like start pushing people around, start pushing the cops around. There's not been any violence in here. The violence that's coming in is from the plants that they've put in here. So now it's time to weed them out. How, how do you know that? You can tell. So they create the fights, they go up to the front line and create the problem, and then it makes it look like the crowd are all, because now they're getting wrapped up. So now we're putting their photos on the stage to out them, and either they'll leave or they'll come clean. Yes, yeah, Auntie's Corner. Auntie's Corner. <laughs> Everybody yeah. stops here and they have a cup of tea, they have a hug, they cry. Okay, so you're you're surprised, Anna, and we've only just come to the outskirts of the camp, but there's new stuff here today? Yeah, there is. So I've been coming down here every day almost since the beginning of the protest, and that first Friday it really became a lot more entrenched. That's when we saw the medical tent and the admin tent and things go up. I haven't been here for a few days and I'm surprised that it does seem even more entrenched like these um, kind of kiosks almost on the outside of the parliament but even the way that they've rigged up all these tarpaulins and it's certainly got an air of permanence about it that it didn't even have a few days ago. Oh, so really? I mean, they're really not going anywhere, are they? Doesn't look like it to me, no. And, and when you talk to people they are happily here. Yeah, well they've survived uh, a cyclone and then a very rainy weekend as well, so if that, and a lot of wind of course, it's Wellington. Yeah. So if that didn't deter people, I don't think anything will really. Okay, so can you yeah, take me on a bit of a tour? Sure. Hi. Are you guys with media? Yes. I'll just keep it all good. Detailed podcast. Yeah. Does this happen to you every day? So it's because we've got microphones. Yeah. Uh, the detail? Because they can't actually stop us, can they? This is public land. And, and what's, what's the spin? Who's your listeners and where do you... There's no podcast? spin at all. There's no spin at all. I mean, I'm here. I've been talking to lots of people this morning. 
this is Badger at 24. Um, I have media here from the newsroom. I'm, I'm wondering if I can let them on or not. The card? No, that's all right. It's okay. the details. Uh, if you want to ask questions, there's plenty of people in the public you can ask. Oh, no. But we just want to walk no. around. Yeah. No, I've just said we're not leaving. We're not going to leave media on oh. at the moment. Why can we not go in there? This is a public place. This is our parliament too. Simon. That's just what I've been told. Who told you that? Simon. If you have, if you have serious issue with it, go right round to the main. By gate. the admin tent. Yeah. Yep. I know. Okay. Thank you. So is this what you you haven't come across? Anything I have like never that come before? across this before. No. And because uh, you know, I've just I've had no notebook or anything like that. I certainly haven't been wearing my stuff badge. Uh, so I've just looked like a member of the public walking in. So yeah. I've never encountered this. But um, the fact that we've got these microphones yeah. tips them off. Yeah, yeah. That is the interesting thing, isn't it, Anna? Because um, we've been getting emails um, at least daily from this organisation called StopTheMandates.nz. Yes. Do you know, who are they? <laughs> I don't know, Sharon. <laughs> but, it, yeah, they are really organised now. They do have... Yeah, they're putting out press statements. They have media liaison people, um, as well as obviously. Look here. I mean, we're looking at all the food tents. It looks like a music festival food uh, truck area almost. Yeah. So they do have this level of almost professionalism, I'd say, in the way that they're sending out press releases and acting as if they're here legitimately. Can't so, really stop us. Look, we're at another gate to Parliament now. There's a person in a high vis jacket, jacket with a kaitiaki security badge on so they're policing all the gates yes you are coming live from wellington <laughs> are you doing a podcast yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. thank so, you for visiting yeah i've been oh, here every day have you yeah. we've just got the sell to me We've already uh, HQ and got around the room. The yeah, guys yeah, yeah. There's no issue, man. It's open to everybody, but we have to make sure that we just... Here. There's been a lot of... Um, they want to Trying to agitate people into anger and violence. Yeah. So, so it's they're, more they're, of that. they're saying no. Yeah. I apologise, but apparently they're saying no still. Um, Why is that? Because I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe because um, you're only showing one side of the story. In what you know? way? Oh, it's just exhausting after two weeks and still not having anybody listen to you. And I guess that now there's a, a distrust. But you say nobody's listening to you, but I've had reporters down here every single day from before dawn till after dark. I've honestly never seen one. Ah, but yeah. I'll, I'll bring seen, you the I've newspaper. Yeah, right, because right, we've been running like people in their own words, yeah. verbatim, yeah. so that they can speak to why they're here, yeah. you know, where they came from and that. Yeah. So we have been I trying think it, really yeah, hard. Yeah, no, no, I don't, it's not all, yeah, it's not all, but... Like, and again, just take this with a grain of salt because we all have our different opinions here, right? So everyone's here for different reasons. I'm here because I'm worried about the mental health of a lot of my friends and things that can't keep going, you know? And that is why I'm personally here. And, you know, there's a lot of mistrust now. Yeah. And that we're all right-wing nuts when I voted for Jacinta, believe it or not. So. You did? Yeah, absolutely. What now, do you want now? I honestly want the mandate lifted. I don't give a shit. Is, is that, is, so you want the mandate lifted? I want, I want people to Then you would leave? Would you leave? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> so... That was kind of interesting, Anna, because um, we tried at two gates to get in and they just said no. Yeah, yeah, they did. They radioed to HQ and we got rejected both times. Which... 
Actually, I feel pretty incensed about, you know, this is my parliament, your parliament too, and they shouldn't be able to um, restrict our access to it. So anyway, by putting the microphones away, we managed to get in, right? Yeah, walked in individually. (laughs) And so we've gone, we've only just come a little way inside. Hi. Um, We've come a little way inside and we've gone past a tent where they do haircuts. Yep. A little tent where someone's playing live music. Yeah, so that's the Blues Lounge. We walked past the recreation tent, which is operating like a children's creche. And also we walked past the admin tent, which is the HQ where they're all operating from. And that's also the laundry drop-off point, so you can take your dirty laundry and they'll, they'll take it out and bring it back clean for you. And um, there's a bit of a whiff around here of um, hay, and there's a, just in front of us there's a guy... With a wheelbarrow, what is he doing? Is he digging up the hay there and are they going to replace yeah. it with fresh I hay? They, they laid down all of this hay uh, during the rain to stop it from turning into a bog. It's incredibly crowded. I mean, it's like a top ten holiday park, you know, yeah. ten times more crowded than that. Yeah, no swimming pool here yet. Though they have been swimming in the um, fountain at the Court of Appeal across the road. You know, I talked to two young reporters up there on the, is balcony. the balcony. Yeah. They just can't believe that this is happening in New Zealand. You know, they saw it happening in the US, they saw it happening in Canada, but I think they've never, they just didn't imagine that it would come here to Wellington. That's right, and it really has come here when you look at all the signs about media treason and people wanting to arrest us and worse, nooses hanging. Um, So we can't be complacent about this. Oh, look, there's a protester who's gone inside the police quarter and there's a bit of argy-bargy going on there. But it has happened here, and I think for the same reason. There's been quite a lot of very rapid cultural and social and economic change, and people feel left behind. Yeah, I think um, it's really hard to overcome because like, these people here, they've relieved the conspiracy theories. They're yeah. not going to be swayed by facts. Did you expect it was going to extend? No way. I mean, I didn't think it would last that first weekend when the remnants of Cyclone Dovey were coming through. It was really miserable that weekend, but uh, yeah, I think that that weekend everything changed and that they got the resolve to stay, but I also do think they were so antagonised by the sprinklers going on, by the loud, the music coming out of the Speakers of Parliament, and they just, some core of the group made a point that they were going to stay and they were going to see this out, and in a way they've tried to claim some moral high ground or something over um, over Trevor Mallard in particular. I think. Mm. Every day you're telling individual stories, but the wider story is the same pretty much every day, isn't it? So yeah. how do you how do you keep telling the story yeah. <laughs> without repeating yourself every day? Yeah, well, we've been looking for different angles. I mean, the big question that everybody wants answered, I think, is about the financing of this. There's all this free food, the feeding of 1,000 people each day from, you know, kia ora, from spaghetti on toast for breakfast to curry at night. So it's really well resourced. There's a huge kind of depot in Thorndon where you can see that's the storage unit for it. Does anybody know where the money is coming from? There's a lot of talk, I know. Yeah, there's a lot of talk. Uh, no, nobody really knows. And it may be small donations. It may be a few, you know, uh, people with deep pockets funding it. You know, in Canada, they passed these anti-money laundering laws to cut off some of the financing that was coming from the US for that protest. So we've been trying to find out whether that's under discussion here in New Zealand, but no sign of that yet. So 
we've been reporting on the presence of kids here. I think that really complicates the police response, the fact that there are so many children uh, in Canada. They actually made it illegal to take kids to the protest as it began to wind down. So, yeah. Should we go for a walk? Yeah, let's go for a walk. I reckon we can give, give it a whirl. Give it a whirl. I mean, and there really are all kinds of people here. Yeah. You know, just in front of us is an elderly man with a pink cap on. Well, it's three yeah, elderly people. Yeah, you kind of hat my dad has. Oh, no rubbish. Thank you. Do you guys need some toothbrushes and toothpaste? That's really kind. Thank you, but I've... a probiotic. I'm good. Yeah, people with dogs, lots of kids here. There's a guy here with a flag wrapped around him. What's that flag? Hewaka uh, Putanga. Ah. Um, look, there's a letterbox here. One Freedom Hill, it's called. So and this up here, they've actually built a stage, a wooden stage that they built on Saturday up here. This is where the concert was at the weekend, but they have speakers here non-stop. The only way that corporation behind us... Oh, the detail podcast? Yeah. How long have you been here for? Oh, we've just been here. This is our third day. Okay, are you camping or? Yes, we are. What's it like at night? Must be pretty noisy. Well, I mean, we've only been here for three days, so the first night was raining, not too noisy. Second night, yeah, I thought, man, do these people stay up and singing and dancing and having a great time? Can I ask you why you're here? I am a support worker who was mandated um, out of my job in November. What do you want to get out of this protest? I want the mandates to end. I want to be able to be free to work and to do the job I love, and also to be able to, for my kids to have freedom, to go to university, to get into the libraries, um, because, again, as a family, we prioritise health, you know. I'm careful about that with them, and they are, you know, they are not a threat. No, but how do you feel about, you know, there's been a bit of violence, um, and also, you, you know, the clash, the clashes, that. how do you feel about that side of things? There are a few fringe people that obviously, you know, carrying hurts or whatever, that have anger issues, but they are being addressed every day. They are being told to not do that. They are being told even today, just about two hours ago, there was a Māori um, leader that got up and he spoke directly to them and he said, sort yourselves out, you know. You are you are putting your children in danger, you know what I mean? And there is only from the leadership, there is always the call for peace. So I understand what you're saying about people hurting but do you think, is this the best way to show that hurt? But blocking all these streets, take, like the law students who can't go to university next week? That's not good. Um, but I think it's, so you know, there are people here that, are, that are, aren't expressing that in an appropriate way, I guess, or a way you or I might. But it's, it's the silent baby thing. And now, unfortunately, it's come to this point and they get here and still nobody comes out. Oh yeah, here we are, the women and children's lounge. Ah. So there's paints, there's chalks, gumboots, clothes. Yeah, and look in here, there's lots of kids playing with bubbles. Yeah, and we're back to the corner of No Booster Lane and Freedom Drive. Freedom Drive. With the beehive there blooming in the background. Yeah, and the band is starting up. So yeah, we've kind of done a tour, talked yeah. to a few people. What's your feeling? This is, This feels like it's... They're here to stay for a while. Doesn't it? It feels like they are not going anywhere. 
Uh, it's very established and, and people are really ardent in saying that they want to stay here, right? So it's just Walking back to the press gallery and I spotted Winston Peters and turned around and followed him and now he's in the um, protest site getting lots of cheers and greetings. He's turned up in his fancy suit and... Mr. Peters, I'm Sharon Brett Kelly from the Detail Podcast. Can I ask why you're here? I'm here to talk to these people and listen to them. Major, listen to them. I'm not here to talk to the media. And are you hoping to change something? I just, I just said I'm not here to talk to the media. Okay. okay. See you later. That was that. He gave me the same response uh, and then someone pushed me. They got physical. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. But, yeah, it's interesting how quickly... Quickly gets physical, eh? Yeah. All the way up for two blocks. Come on, guys! Hi, so do you know what just happened there? Uh, yeah, they brought in about 200 police officers just to move a couple of concrete blocks yeah, yeah. that they installed in the wrong place to begin with. So they had to have traffic go around the concrete blocks. So what were you cheering about? I was cheering about the police doing a really good job. At oh, correct in their previously stripper job. Oh, and so I was cheering about outcome. yeah. And as a peaceful outcome, peaceful outcome and we're cheering well. because we're happy. We're not all aggressive throwing yeah. poos at anybody. <laughs> we're here to promote peace and love. Do you know what the worst part about it was? An elderly guy in a walker couldn't get through. Um, had to go through the bushes over here. I've got all that on video as well. Eventually, one cop came over with me and helped me get this guy across the road. But, I mean, a lot of people would say it's disgraceful that, you know, the people going to school and living in the area, that they've been yeah, It is yeah, changing. It is changing. Yeah, it yeah. Is, the movement originally started as a peace-loving thing. Yeah. And the man, in the mandates, but it's kind of been overtaken a little bit. Right. And it that's is, what we're um, trying to bring it back. Is, it is disgraceful that we're here, but it's also disgraceful that people have been discriminated against, that people have lost their jobs. There are people here that have got absolutely nothing left. Do you feel that this protest has been taken over a bit by A little people? bit. Yeah, there's elements to it that I don't like. Like, I come here every day for the mandate part of it, and, but everyone else has come here for different reasons, and we're clashing at the moment with each other, which is not very nice. <laughs> no, it's truthful. It's, it's not very nice, but at the end of the day, we just want someone, we just want someone to come out of there and listen to us. We've, I voted for her both times, and she's denying, like, the chance for to hear us. You know, this can all this can all end tomorrow. We can all pack up and go tomorrow. If what? Tonight. If what? If she lifts the mandates, simple. Right. Lift the mandates and we're clear out. We're all gone. Wellington gets its streets back. We're all happy. We can go back to our jobs. That's all it is. Or even come out and just acknowledge us. Say, hey, you know, we've got a plan in place. The mandates, you know, they're here for a while. We would accept that. <laughs> That's it for today, and just a final note, the police say there is no basis to the claims that government or police plants are stirring up the trouble at the protest. I'm Sharon Brett-Kelly. The detail is public interest journalism funded through NZ On Air and produced by Newsroom for RNZ. You can get us downloaded free to your mobile device every weekday from any podcast platform. Today's episode was engineered by Jeremy Ansell and produced by Sarah Robson. Kakite anō.